Welcome to Girlfriends Pray, a prayer ministry for women, where our mission is to bring more women closer to God through prayer. We invite you to follow us on all social media platforms at Girlfriends Pray, including our new podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. Please rate us five stars to help our podcast gain more visibility. Visit our webpage, www.girlfriendspray.org, for all things Girlfriends Pray. On our website, you can partner with us in our vision to bring one million women closer to God through prayer by clicking Donate for a one-time gift or a reoccurring gift. Also, you can join our National Ambassador Team by emailing recruiting at girlfriendspray.org. Do you have a specific prayer? Email us at pray at girlfriendspray.org where our intercessors will stand with you through faith. We bless God for you. And remember, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 17 says to pray without ceasing. God bless you. Good morning, everyone. God bless you all on the line. This is a day that the Lord has made. The Bible tells us that we should rejoice and be glad in it. Our assignment for today is going to come out of the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 3, and I'm going to read uh, verses 11 through 15 as we have a very good word for all of those who are on the line today, and uh, we're thankful for our celebration of the men and just lifting up the men uh, this week, and I, I, I commend uh, the organization for taking a moment just to pray uh, without ceasing for, for the men of God and the sons and husbands and fathers that are out there. Uh, and this this uh, lesson today is going to really, really lift up and uh, add up women also uh, will receive a treasure here. Exodus chapter 3, verse 11, the Bible says, And Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go, go unto Pharaoh, and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, Certainly I will be with thee. This is God. God says, Certainly I will be with thee. And this shall be a token unto thee, that I have sent thee, when thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, ye shall serve God upon this mountain. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, what and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers have sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am have sent me unto you. And God said moreover unto Moses, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, have sent me unto you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. Father, bless us as we have a, a utterance from you today, Lord. Father, give us ears to hear that we may be edified and that we may have clarity and understanding. Bless everybody that's on this line today in Jesus' name. Amen. A thought for today, those of you who like to take titles, I just want to lift this, uh, this subject up and uh, hope, hopefully it will resonate in your spirit. We're going to call, call this title, It's In His Name. It's in his name. And, 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 and just thinking about that title, uh, I believe that not only men but women everywhere, we've we got to know whose name we represent. And, and in this whole story of Moses, we know that uh, Moses not all the time saw himself as a hero. And I, 
I know every now and then we as men, we, we want to be that muscle-bound and that superhero person that can leap over tall buildings in a single bound and lift up cars and do all kinds of things. But every now and then, God, he comes in and he deals with the reality of where we really are. So uh, three things I want to give you that's going to uh, give us some things to pray for in, in, in unity uh, as we uh, try to have uh, God hear our cry for our men and for our women in the land. Three things. The first thing comes uh, in this thought of uh, verse 11, and Moses said unto God, and here it is right here, God, Moses said unto the Lord, he says, who am I? And, and, and that thought right there, he says, who am I? that I should go unto Pharaoh. And so a lot of the, 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 the main thing that gets us going, the first thing that God really wants to clarify, he wants to deal with our, our identity. Key word is identity. The first point is identity. Identity is that, that if you do not know who you are, you're going to question your mission. And, and, and when you question your miss, mission, it is symbolic that your identity is missing. When your identity is missing, you'll miss the mark. Moses, if he didn't do anything else right, he had enough sense to ask God the question, who am I? And there are a lot of us, we go a lifetime and seek of who we are, and then we're and trying to find ourselves. The Bible tells us to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And so Moses, he had enough sense to know, I've got to get clarity on who am I, because keep in mind, as a, boy, as a baby, Moses was sent down the river, and so having to grow up in, in, in an environment where it wasn't his own blood and had to grow up in an environment where it wasn't his own people, and every now and then we get to have God bring us back to that point of our roots and that point of clarity, because having our identity solid, it makes it so that we'll understand our purpose and we'll be able to walk boldly, understanding that we're meant to do something here in this, in this life and on this earth. And so Moses' first question was, who am I? Now, here's the key. You've got to understand that we can't be in a hurry to try to do the work of God without really understanding the worship of God. And a lot of men, we, we make that bold mistake to try to make it about the work before we get into the worship. And if we try to make it about the work, we won't get practice in worship. And if we don't have practice in worship, it's going to be evident in our walk. And so uh, we, we can't be in a hurry to make it all about the work. God has it that our works don't even save us. Our works don't even really mean nothing. Really, it's all about whether or not do you know him and do you know and do you have that bond with him that you may know who you are. Listen to this verse right here. The Bible says in, in the book of Acts, for in him we live and move and have our being as certain also of your poets have said, for we are also his offspring. God wants us to be clear that we are his. And, that, and I really like what he was doing for Moses in this first part. Before we really want to get on our mission, we really need to be confident in who we are. That's that word I'm looking for, confidence. The Bible says in Hebrews, cast not away, therefore, your confidence, because it has great recompense of reward. And so what God was doing, God was rewarding Moses. Here's the reason why. Moses was bold enough to go seek God. How do I know he wouldn't seek God? The Bible tells me that. There was, a, there was something strange that Moses realized uh, was happening. There was, a, there, there, there was a bush burning, but the, the bush wasn't being consumed. And I know there's somebody on the line today. There's a bush burning around you. you got a situation. It looks like it's on fire, but it's not being burned up. And, and sometimes we think it's the devil. But before we give the enemy credit for that situation, think for a moment, this could be God. And Moses had enough sense that he wanted to go see what it was. And in that thing of him being curious, 
God was drawing Moses nigh unto him. And that's our first part of worship. We can't really have a true worship life with God if we're not close to God. So Moses had enough sense to go see this strange thing that was going on. The Bible says, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial that is going on. If somebody on the line, you may be going through a fiery trial, but you've got to understand that God has it all worked out. Just keep your eyes open and keep trusting God. So in this, God, first and foremost, was dealing with Moses' identity. I believe that the identity crisis that we have in our land today, God wants to be the one to come, to come in and solidify our identity crisis. Our identity crisis as a citizen of heaven, as a child of the king, it should be validated by the king himself. It should be validated by our heavenly father himself. He should be able to come and validate to us our true identity, not, not, not who we want to be, but our true identity. So remember, first step in doing anything for God is to get your identity solid. Here's the second thing. After, after the Bible addresses in verse 11 when Moses said, Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, Certainly I will be with thee. Now watch this. Second thing. First thing is identity. Second thing is security. Security. Once your identity is solid, a lot of what we need before we go out and walk out on faith and, and then walk out in the name of the Lord, we've got to have it that we're secure in what he's called us to do. In this uh, verse 12, God tells Moses, I will be with you. Men of God, women of God, key thing you've got to remember, every day you walk out on the will of the Lord, you've got to say to yourself, I, I, Lord, I know you are, with, you are going to be with me. The psalmist, he even talks about how, how, you know, but Lord, I know you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. When the presence of God is with you, there's security. There's, a, there's an assurance. And, and, and in this, this element of believing that God is with you, it helps deal with things that we might be trying to medicate. I believe sometimes those headaches should all the way be uh, diminished by a pill. I think sometimes God, he wants to remind you that he got you. I, I think anxiety and depression, I think a lot of times it comes from insecurity. It comes from uh, principalities and powers working against us because in our mind we'll believe that we're walking alone in this thing, but God will say to you, you're not alone. You may feel a little lonely because sometimes not everybody's going to vote for you. But if God be for you, who can be against you? So God is telling Moses, in my second point of security, God is telling Moses, I am with you. I have your back. And if I have your back, there's absolutely nothing you should worry about. He said, I got you. Now, here's the thing. When we lack security, we're going to have insecurity. A lot of us, and, and as I look back over my life, a lot of the insecurities uh, that I had as, as a boy, those, insecurity, those insecurities were there because of my immaturity. Stay with me. Insecurity will pop up a lot of times because of insecurity, and, and so because of immaturity. Let me make sure I say that right. So, so uh, insecurity will pop up because of immaturity. Now, it takes a really, really, really powerful man to be able to say, Lord, I have some insecurities. Moses is coming before the Lord and saying, Lord, 
I really, really need you to clear my mind. Lord, I need you to make sure that you're not going to be, I'm not, I'm not going to be tormented from my past. I'm not going to be tormented from what I did when I was a younger man. I, I, I killed a man, Lord, and my anger, my anger got the best of me. And sometimes our insecurities, they, 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 they come forth because we're not lacking maturation. We're not completed. Because to be mature means that you're whole. To be mature means that you're completed. And when you're, when you're completed, it's going to be difficult for you to walk out feeling defeated. So maybe my prayer needs to be, Lord, help complete us. Lord, help, help, help give us that assurance that, that we're going to be all right and we, we're going to be satisfied. And, and your life will be filled with unsatisfied cravings when you're battling insecurities, when you're battling insecurities. There's a lot of us, and, and if you've ever been in a bad relationship, an insecure person is going to be accusatory. One thing I found out is that when you're dealing with insecure people, the, the spirit of the enemy will get a hold of them, and that person will become the accuser of the brethren. I know they say you love you, they love you, but if they're insecure, they're going to always have these evil suspicions because they don't really have that solid foundation. They don't have that spirit of contentment. They don't have that aspect of, of trust and hope. They have the direct opposite. And where they're insecure, you're going to see all kinds of things where you feel like you're being put on trial no matter what. You come home and, and all you're doing, hanging out with your friends, and next thing you know, you got to go through a three-hour interrogation. Somebody help me out today. And God is saying to Moses, you are not alone. He said, I got you. I will be with you. Here's the third thing. Third thing comes uh, also out of verse 12. Verse 12 once again says, and he says, certainly I will be with thee, and this shall be a token unto, uh, unto thee that I have sent thee. When thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God upon this mountain. Here's the third quality. First one is identity. Second one is security. Here's the third one, prosperity. I hope you're writing that one down. Prosperity. Prosperity deals with having enough, having more than enough, having overflow, uh, having abundance. And, and so, uh, and, he, and the reason why I said this word prosperity, God makes a promise that he's going to bring the people forth out of Egypt. And when you, anytime you're brought out of something, that means you are going to prosper from this moment on. And prosperity has to do with you believing in your mind that you've been set free from poverty. You can't say you want prosperity but still be bound by poverty. And God, he is a delivering God. God is a God that wants us to know that he desires to prosper us. Over in Jeremiah, see, God has it where his plans are to prosper us, not harm us. Third uh, uh, John, beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. But sometimes what we do, we make the mistake of setting as our first, our first objective prosperity. It can't be your first, first objective to have prosperity because if you're lacking identity, you'll have an issue where your newfound success will try to define you. And so, oh, God, I hope y'all got that one. Your newfound success will try to define you. If it's wealth that you've acquired, now your money will try to make you. No, 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 God ordained that we are supposed to make the money, not the money make the person. And I believe right now that there are a lot of people out there, they are, they're, 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 they're rich, but I'm going to tell you something, they really, really ain't got no sense about them. They got a whole lot of dollars, but they ain't got no sense. And in that, you'll see if you don't have sense, 
you're still you're still bound by poverty. I don't care how many zeros you got in your bank account. If you don't have it to where you are living a life of freedom, God promised Joshua that he was going to give him good success. And I believe right now that there's somebody out there, you're walking on the promises of God. God says, I'm going to give you good success. But you can't have success without God giving you prosperity. And when God gives you prosperity, you now will have your identity set. You will have security for those first two right there. God even did this even all the way back with Adam. God created man out of the dust, and he formed man out of the dust of the ground. And, and, and then, but here's the thing. There's a lot of people that have been created, but they're not living by the power of the creator. Stay with me on that one. God had already formed man. There are a lot of human beings that are being formed out there, and then, watch this, they now don't have the ability to live the life in which they were created to, to live because they're lacking the strength that comes from this process, and the process is allowing God to breathe into your nostrils. That's what happened with Adam. After God formed Adam from the dust, God himself breathed into Adam, into his nostrils. And the Bible says it is then that he became a living soul. Moses in this story, he became a living soul when he opened up himself. He opened up his lungs. He opened up his nose. He opened up his mouth to dare have a bond with the true and living God. And in that moment, Moses became a living soul. He had, had, he had, he had, had, he had been alive all this time, but I'm going to tell you something. You may be alive, but are you really living? In this, in this encounter on the mountain, Moses, he starts to have a, a life. He starts, to, he starts living in this point. So you may be alive, but are you truly living? Jesus said, I am come that they may have life and have life more abundantly. We've got to have God breathe into our nostrils. This is what Moses is doing, and, 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 and that's what Adam did. This is what I believe even today, that we should have God breathe life into our nostrils. He should breathe onto us. Why? Because everything that you say, now you'll have breath to give God glory. Now you have breath to give God praise. Now you have breath to praise God. The Bible says, let everything that has breath Praise the Lord. So, God, I need your breath to breathe in me so that everything that I say is going to be glorifying you. Everything that I do is going to be glorifying you. You really got to know that God wants to give you that life. Man, we can inflate our egos. God desires to inflate our spirits. I'm going to say that again. Man, he desires to inflate egos, but God his purpose is to inflate your spirit. That means he wants his spirit to be big inside of you. Let God blow up your spirit. You'll never have an identity issue. You will become that man or that woman that's solid in your identity. Let God inflate your spirit. You'll be that person that's very secure. You won't have all these issues, these, these, these trust issues, these, 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 these boosters that you've got to have every day. Some people out there, you've got to get them compliments just as much as they take vitamins. They may pop 17 vitamins a day, but they need 34 compliments a day because they're insecure. No, God, when God comes and he validates you, you don't need man's approval, you don't need man's credit, and God will bring forth a realm of security. The prosperity, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to get out of your way, the prosperity is in his name. Colossians 3 says it like this, whatsoever you do, whether in word or deed, do it heartily, do it heartily, as unto the Lord and not unto men. And so Moses wanted to have his life solid that he was going to walk out on that name. The power is in his name. 
The power is in his name. Anything that you do, you got to do it in his name. Only the things we do for Christ are eternal in his name. It's got to be in his name. Jesus even humored himself over the gospel of Matthew. He said, who do they say that I am? And Peter, he was so bold enough because the spirit, the spirit had breathed into Peter. Flesh and blood could not have revealed that to Peter. This is why Jesus comes and validates that the spirit was breathing in old primitive Peter. Come on, you know, I'm talking about, about wishy-washy Peter, the one that was flip-flopping. You can have people who have had a moment of flip-flopping, but at the moment that the spirit breathes on you, you will be able to declare those things that are from heaven. Peter opens up his mouth and says, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Peter declares that, and so it's in his name, ladies and gentlemen, it's in his name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. At the name of Jesus, every tongue shall confess. Moses didn't want to go forth because the prosperity that he needed from God speaking unto him, from God breathing unto him, for God giving him an identity, God giving him security, God giving him prosperity, he needed that because he was getting ready to go face Pharaoh. Not only was he getting ready to go face Pharaoh, he had to face the people. Not only did he have to face that, but he, was, he had to be empowered to be able to face all those plagues. And in that, ladies and gentlemen, I challenge you to let it all be in his name. Father, we thank you today. We praise you. Lord, we glorify you up on high. Lord, thank you for this opportunity to be able to come and share. Lord, I pray right now for all fathers, all husbands, all men, all sons, uh, all, all young boys, Lord, I pray for all of them, Lord, because we need, we, we need men to be right with you, Lord. For how can we lead a house if you haven't built our house? The psalmist said, except the Lord build a house, they did labor, labor in vain to build it. And, Lord, we need you to help us be the builder of homes. Father, if that happens, then we'll be in our rightful position and place to be able to love them around us, to be able to love our families, Lord, to be able to love our wives, our daughters, Lord. And I pray right now for the men, Lord. Lord, I pray right now for the, wisdom, for the women to have the strength and the courage to keep praying and interceding on behalf of the men. Lord, help us all in our identity. Give us what we need that we'll be confident and, and, and we'll be secure that you are a God that can do anything but fail. Father, I thank you for this opportunity, and may we have a wonderful day blessing your holy name. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Hey there, greatness. Girlfriend's Prey is on a national tour, and our next stop is one you won't want to miss. You're invited to a special trip to attend the Girlfriend's Prey Sunshine Brunch in Norfolk, Virginia on June 15th. Dress code, sundresses and sandals. Get there by plane, train, or automobile to spend a weekend away with your girlfriends. Please visit our website, www.girlfriendspray.org, for tickets today.